familiar? If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. We all have our own unique breastfeeding challenges. Overcoming those challenges and persevering can greatly empower you on your breastfeeding journey. Imagine being able to breastfeed without birthing your baby. Today, you'll meet Hope Lean, a mom determined to induce lactation so she could successfully breastfeed her adopted child. This is The Boob Group. Breast milk, it does a baby good. Silly daddy, boobs are for babies. I make milk, what's your superpower? If my breastfeeding offends you, put a blanket over your head. Dairy diva, don't be lactose intolerant. Nursing nature's own breast enhancement. Meals on heels. Whoever said there's no use crying over spilled milk, never had to pump. Breast milk, all udders are inferior. Whatever your point of view, we're here to support your breastfeeding goals. We're the boob group, because mothers know breasts. Welcome to The Boob Group, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. The Boob Group is your online, on-the-go support group for all things related to breastfeeding. I'm your host, Leilani Wild. I'm also an IBCLC and owner of Leilani's Lactation and Doula Services. Have you downloaded our free New Mommy Media Network app? With just a few clicks, you can listen to all of your favorite New Mommy Media shows on the go. Here's Sunny with more information about how you can get involved with our show. We have some various segments that we do here on the Boo Group. I'm sure you've heard me talk about them in the past and share some funny things our listeners have said. So um, we have a From Our Listeners segment, which basically is just you telling us what you like about the show or just commenting on an episode, anything that you would normally send to someone, kind of like the mailbag for the Boob Group. Think of it that way. Um, and we'd love to hear from you guys. So any email you have, send it our way, and we'll read some of that on the show. Uh, we have an Ask the Expert segment, which is a great way to reach out to lactation consultants and ask your breastfeeding questions. And one of my favorite segments is called Boob Oops, and it's where you guys share your funny breastfeeding and pumping stories, and we all have them, right? So um, sometimes it's just fun to kind of just sit back and laugh at some of that stuff. And so um, if you're interested in submitting for any of those segments, you can go to our website at newmommymedia.com, go to the contact link, and there's a form that you can fill out and send it that way. But also, if you just want to share this yourself as opposed to us reading your story, you can submit via our voicemail line. And the number for that is 619-866-4775. Call it. You won't talk to anyone. It'll go straight to voicemail. And um, we'll include that on an upcoming episode. And you can tell your story yourself. (coughs) Sound familiar? (coughs) If your baby is going through another bout of bad diaper rash, then you need to give Dr. Mom Butt Balm a try. It was created by a mom who's also a doctor. When my kids were little, I remember using this thick, goopy cream to help soothe their sensitive skin. Ugh, it was so difficult to wipe off. Not with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. 
You only need a small amount, and it's really easy to apply and remove. It's also free of dyes, preservatives, and zinc oxide, so it's gentle on your baby's delicate skin. Help your baby feel better and get relief from irritating diaper rash with Dr. Mom Butt Balm. Look for it on Amazon and Walmart.com. Okay, it's time for a segment called Mama Hacks, and this is where you guys are able to submit your um, your interesting breastfeeding and pumping hacks that you guys have discovered while breastfeeding and pumping for your babies. This one comes from Kelly Allison, and she writes this on her Facebook page. She says, loop two hair ties together, slip one end around the flange for pumping, and attach the other end to the hook of your nursing bra. She says it's a cheap way to pump hands-free. Can you visualize that? Uh, wow. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering how well it holds the seal. Um, if you think about it, I mean. Well, my concern was it's only coming from one angle, uh-huh. right? That's what I'm saying, holding yeah. the seal. So, yeah. need, so I don't know how that would work. That would be interesting. Maybe maybe if you somehow could get, I'm assuming this is a double, maybe not. I guess she doesn't say that it's a double pump. I was thinking it was kind of a double pump. Then I'm like, well, what? maybe if there was a way to connect the, the pump in the middle, you know what I mean? Then you're mm-hmm. kind of creating kind of a little mini bra type. But I'm thing. visualizing a tie up at the top of the clip where your bra snaps back up. Is that what yes, she means? Yes, that's what I think. That little, uh-huh. yeah, if you had a, a, a nursing bra on is right. what I'm And then I'm at the flange, I'm just thinking it would pop it up. Like it would flip it up. You wouldn't have enough pressure. So maybe what it does is you don't have to hold it as more it's, strongly yeah. you can just kind of partially hold it right. so it's not like it, it's maybe it's not completely hands-free yeah. like I, I haven't really been able to find a complete hands-free option like for me well I haven't pumped in a long time but when I was pumping I just I don't know I, I, I always needed to kind of manipulate the breast more and I never just let it just kind of do its thing so, so that's like, kind of a because you were massaging is that what it not was when you say really I was just more like if I was I'm so bad about this but like if I was if I was noticing that not in, in my mind not enough milk was coming out mm-hmm. I'd want to reposition the flange to make more milk come out or I'd want to like maybe I was kind of pressing in on the sides and stuff mm-hmm. like that but massage. it wasn't like a wasn't a true massage but anyways I always had to have my hands on it I never you know I never could really go pump free because I felt or sorry hands Hands free because I never really felt like I was get like maximizing the session if that right, made any right. sense. Yeah, yep. I understand. But yeah, I mean, hey, you know, try the looped hair ties together, see if it works. Yeah, take a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we should have her take a picture of it yeah, to show us and send it on the Facebook. Let's that's that. true. That's true. But if you know, you know, Facebook's lovely rules when it comes to breastfeeding stuff. So, so we'll see. If, <laughs> if you don't show too much of the breast, maybe they'll let us show it. Who knows? But uh, Kelly, thanks so much for sending this in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today on The Boob Group, we're continuing our ongoing series featuring moms who have overcome major hurdles to breastfeed their babies. Today, we're talking with Hope Lean, a mother of one who lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
Hope has successfully induced lactation to feed her adopted baby, and she's joining us on the phone to share her amazing journey. Thank you for joining us, Hope. Thank you so much for having me today. Excellent. So, Hope, what is induced lactation? Um, Induced lactation is when a mom has not been experienced a pregnancy in order to breastfeed. So how did you learn about this? Well, I work as a birth and postpartum doula and a lactation counselor myself. And so a few years ago, when we decided to start the adoption process, I knew from doing some breastfeeding training myself that it was possible to induce lactation, but I didn't really know I guess, the details of that at first and what that meant. So I did a little bit more research and um, decided to use a few different types of protocols to induce lactation. And how how much time did you have to prepare yourself for the baby before the baby came? Um, I had about seven months from the time that we started the process of adoption until um, our baby was born. And so I spent about Um, six months doing like the medical part of the protocol that I chose and then um, started pumping about four weeks before she was born, which is a little bit shorter than I anticipated having, but it worked out. So So can you walk us through what that looked like? Sure. So the protocol that I started working with was the Newman-Goldfarb protocol, um, which uses a combination estrogen, progesterone, birth control pill. And then I also worked with an IBCLC who was also a CNM and was able to prescribe me domperidone. I took that simultaneously and then stopped taking the birth control before I was ready to start pumping. And then um, that brought my milk in. And then later on in the process of inducing lactation, while I was still on the birth control, I actually discovered another resource And that was a wonderful book called Breastfeeding Without Birthing, written by Alyssa Schnell. It was the first um, really comprehensive resource that I came across that had a lot of other protocol options other than just a medical protocol. Um, And it was really well researched, I felt, and um, just had a lot of different options to really personalize the protocol. And so I kind of used some things from her book as well. I started doing some acupuncture and also got on some different herbs and figured out how to use some hand stimulation as well as um, different pumping strategies to help um, all increase my chances of having a, a greater supply. So, mm-hmm. and when in regards to taking the medication and then stopping before you started the pumping, what was that process? How long did that take before you started doing that? I started taking the medication in. May. And then um, I stopped taking the birth control in October. So it was about six months of being on those medications together of birth control and domperidone before I started pumping and was only taking domperidone and herbs. And then you started pumping. So when you first started pumping, how much did you get? Well, surprisingly, at my very first pumping session, I did get some drops of kind of like sticky milk. Um, you don't produce colostrum when you induce lactation, but it was like a thicker kind of milk, almost like honey or something like that. Um, and I was really surprised by that because I because I had read um, that some other people, it takes them a little bit longer. And so I was really impressed that I had any milk at all the first time I pumped. <laughs> That's wonderful. And then, so you were told by a lactation consultant, like how to pump or how long, like how long you should pump or, or, or anything like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I worked with a lactation consultant to kind of determine what some good pumping strategies were. And I also had read that it would be important to try to pump as often as possible in preparation for having a newborn. So I did um, kind of cluster some different pumpings together in order to pump for at first like shorter sessions, maybe just only like five minutes, but then increasing to like 10 to 15 minute sessions for the weeks leading up to the baby's birth. Okay. So a little bit of history. You wanted to have a baby and you had tried, is that correct? You had tried? Well, we had, yeah, we had tried to get pregnant for a while and tried a lot of different natural methods to enhance fertility. And after a few years of trying that um, and it wasn't happening, um, we just knew that we had, we always had known that we had wanted to adopt. And so it just became really obvious that instead of going down an unknown road of different fertility treatments and things like that, that we would want to do adoption. So that's how we decided to pursue the road of adoption. And what made you decide to breastfeed? I guess just because of my work and my passion for a lot of like feminine things, I guess I was really disappointed that I wasn't able to conceive a child um, and experience pregnancy, but I was, it was kind of a relief to know that it would be possible to breastfeed a baby because I felt like that would be really healing and a really great way to attach with my baby and something that I could give to her that no one else could really give to her still. Yeah, that that's extra special because, you know, every mom wants to bond with their baby, right? And this is an extra special step that you were able to to enjoy that uh, maybe some other uh, parents that are adopting aren't even thinking about or even knowing about. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, and I do feel really strongly that you can bond with your baby and attach with a baby without having the breastfeed. I don't think that that's an essential component, but I definitely think that it can enhance that and add to it. and be a really special thing to yeah. experience with your baby. You, you are right about that. Because even dads that aren't breastfeeding, right? <laughs> they are bonding with their mm-hmm. babies. But it is kind of yeah. extra special that you're able to do that and above and beyond um, what most people even know is, is even available. So uh, I think that's so wonderful that you were able to offer that as an option for you and your baby. By the time that your baby arrived, uh, how much milk were you able to provide at that point? Well, by that time, I was pumping about um, two ounces in a day in about between eight to 10 pumping sessions in 24 hours. So it wasn't a lot. And I knew it wasn't, our baby came early. So I didn't have as much lead time to pump as I was hoping to have. But at the same time, because of my background with lactation, I knew that babies have really tiny tummies when they're born. And Hopefully it can catch up and increase when she would actually be latching and stimulating my supply even more. So so I wasn't too concerned about it, even though it wasn't ideal. Okay. Well, when we come back, we will discuss with Hope the different obstacles she experienced and how they might be similar to other breastfeeding moms and babies. We will be right back. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. As you're listening to the show, you might be thinking, wow, what an amazing story and journey this mom is experiencing. And and it might bring to mind uh, maybe someone that you know, or maybe you yourself have experienced uh, an amazing story. Sunny, tell us a little bit more about maybe how they could share that with us. Yeah, absolutely. We are always looking for successful breastfeeding stories to share on the Boo Group. It's just a great way for all of our listeners out there to know that no matter what you're going through, there's people out there that have pulled through some amazing situations and um, and you can too. And so we love to share these types of stories, but we couldn't share them without knowing about these stories, right? And that's where you guys come into play. If you know someone that has a great breastfeeding story that, that really empowers or could empower other mothers out there, we would love to know about it. You can go to the boob group section on the New Mommy Media website. Uh, go to newmommymedia.com. You can go under the show section. Just click down to the boob group. And we have an online form that you can fill out um, that just gives us a little bit more information about the breastfeeding mom and a little bit more about her story. You can nominate yourself. That's fine, too. Um, And, yeah, we just want to share these stories and empower other breastfeeding moms out there. And, um, yeah, that's a great way to do it. Just head on over to our website. Yeah, what about our Facebook? Yeah, I mean, you can can certainly post something to our Facebook page as well. Um, But if you do, I'm probably still going to send you over to the website because I do need a little bit more information about the story and maybe some details you won't want to say to everyone on Mm -hmm. Facebook. You know what I'm saying? But you can reach out that way because so many people have access to Facebook. And what is our Facebook? uh... Yeah, so it's just facebook.com slash the boob group, I think. And and again, on our website, there's a link directly to the Facebook page too. So So several different ways to get in. Yeah, and you can search for it on on Facebook as well. Just type in the boob group and our page will pop up. Excellent. Okay. So now we're back uh, talking to Hope about her story. Um, Welcome back to the show. So tell us a little bit more about how your first breastfeeding experience was. Sure. So um, my husband and I were invited to be at the birth, which was really a very exciting experience for us. And so actually, I got the opportunity to catch her when she was born. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. (laughs) I had talked to the birth mom about um, kind of what would happen at the birth. And kind of at the last minute, we decided that I would hand the baby to my husband and he snuggled her for a little bit. And then I sat down with her and held her skin to skin um, after my husband did. And and so I think that was the moment for me that it really sunk in, like, this is really my baby. And so we just snuggled skin to skin for a little while. And it wasn't very long before um, she started showing signs of being interested in eating. And we had also talked with the birth mom ahead of time about um, a plan for um, our plan to breastfeed. And she was extremely supportive and on board with it. And um, actually, it was something like that she felt um, was one of the reasons why I think she picked us as a family. But I know that's very unique. And I know not every birth mom feels that way about um, adoptive breastfeeding. 
but that was our situation, so that worked out really well. Yeah, so I got to hold her skin to skin, and then um, shortly after that, um, she was just kind of like a baby-led lashing, and she latched on and nursed for a while, and yeah, it was really a special experience and definitely something totally incredible that I will never forget. So. Mm. And of course, your baby was transferring milk, right? Because of the, all the hard work that led up to it. Yeah, yeah, she was. So that was really amazing, too. It was very cool. That's that's great. You mentioned that you had a little bit of a different scenario than some families um, going through adoption. Did the birth mother offer any colostrum? She did, actually. And even though that was a little bit um, scary to think about for me, I was also really excited and felt that it was really, really amazing and such a giving thing that she would offer to do that because I can't imagine how hard something like that would be to nurse a baby that you know that you're not going to keep. So I I, I knew that it would be incredibly helpful for um, getting her something that I wouldn't be able to give her, which was colostrum, and just setting her up on the right track for having some healthy nutrition and giving her really a superfood that um, would be so beneficial to her in the long run. So we did kind of take turns nursing her back and forth while we stayed in the hospital. So and that worked out really well. Did you guys stay in the hospital together? Did you share a room or did you just come and visit or how did that work out? We did stay in the hospital and um, it was a very small hospital, but the staff there was extremely accommodating and they kind of were able to give us like our own little space. And so we would kind of go back and forth between our rooms and the baby would go back and forth between us. And then, yeah, or we would also spend a lot of time with our birth mom and yeah, just it was a really memorable experience, for sure. I looked at your blog and kind of saw some of the pictures and the video that you have. I'd like everyone to know that that's available, too, if you're okay with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's just fine. Yeah, yeah. That, that was beautiful. Um, and you could see the tenderness between between you and your baby and that birth mom. Um, very, very special, and your baby's very lucky to have you as a mom oh, and able you. to do the breastfeeding. We love it. What kind of support did you have um, from your husband, your family, and your friends during this time? Um, my husband was extremely supportive and really on board with everything, and um, so that was wonderful, and I really attribute my successful story a lot to his support um, because he was just so helpful and yeah was always encouraging and supportive so that was awesome and all of my friends and family were really supportive as well um no one really had anything negative to say although I think that a lot of them were really skeptical because I don't think before me they had really heard that that was possible and I don't think most of them really believed that it could be possible and especially I think a lot of them were kind of thinking like, oh, this is probably just a phase or it might be what you wanted to do at the beginning, but then after a while, you probably will decide that it's too hard or, you know. So I think it, it surprised a lot of them that um, I nursed for such a long time and that I'm still nursing. So, so yeah. That's awesome. How, how old is your baby now? Um, she's 22 months old. 
22 months. Good for you. That's how old my baby. I I have twins. I have baby girl twins oh. and they're 20. They just turned 22 months yesterday. So I didn't. And, oh, and really? Yeah. And I'm still breastfeeding them too. So man, now I, oh. I really connect with your story here knowing <laughs> what it's like to breastfeed, you know, 22 month old. It's a, it's a yeah. journey, isn't it? It is. It's a journey. It is. Um, what obstacles did you face that were similar to moms that breastfeed? I feel that I had a lot of similar obstacles to a lot of moms. Um, I had sore nipples for a while in the beginning, I think because I just kind of had flat or inverted nipples. And so it just took some time for them to kind of be shaped by nursing. And then I also had some plugged ducts at various times. And um, I did always kind of have a low supply off and on. Um, so I never really um, lost my cycle for the whole entire time I was breastfeeding. And so my, my supply would fluctuate, um, with my cycle. So there were times that I would pump seven ounces in a pumping session. And there were other times that I would pump one to two ounces. So I pretty much, um, use an at breast supplementer for the majority of our nursing relationship um and well until she was about one years old yeah pretty much exclusively fed her at the breast she didn't get a bottle very often so I feel happy that I could maintain a nursing relationship with her despite having a low supply um but then I also feel that another common challenge that I experienced was just figuring out um what goals were important to me in my breastfeeding relationship that I wanted to hold on to and persevere through and then what things were not as important as I originally thought that they would be such as having a full supply so yeah yep and and I think that's common and and super helpful too for other moms to to accept what they are capable and willing to do or their bodies are able to do versus, you know, overwhelming yourself and beating yourself down for not being able to do what you thought you should be able to do. So there is um, every bit of milk is is great that we can provide for our babies. So, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, important. it's important to look for the, the, uh, the sunshine in all that you can do, right? Yes, absolutely, yeah. for sure. Great. So thank you so much, Hope, for sharing this incredible story with us. We are so honored to have you on our show today, and we appreciate your willingness to be open with us. For the Boob Group Club members, our conversation will continue after the end of this show, as Hope will share with us how she has influenced others on her road to success. For more information about our Boob Group Club, please visit our website at newmommymedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So here's a question for one of our experts. This is from Elizabeth Kiefner. I have a wonderful new baby boy. He is almost too good and already sleeps four to five hour stretches at night and he's only five weeks old. While it's wonderful that I can actually get some extra sleep, I'm worried about how this will affect my milk supply. I try to pump once a night, but I rarely get more than one or two ounces even though I am starting to feel engorged. So far, everything seems to be fine and he is gaining weight and growing like a champ. 
Also, he has a habit of nibbling. Our daytime nursing sessions only last a few minutes, and they might be as close as together as every 20 minutes. This has been happening since he was born. If the breast isn't fully drained, will that also affect my supply? Right now, I try to let him nurse several times on one side before switching. Then he is nursing for such short periods of time. I'd really appreciate your help. Thanks, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. My name is Andrea Blanco, and I'm an international board-certified lactation consultant out of South Florida. Um, Thank you so much for your question. Congratulations on your baby's birth. You sound absolutely in love. If you find your baby is going a longer stretch at night, then he will have to find a way to make up for it at other times during the day, which is probably what's going on. Being able to pump one to two ounces in between that stretch is not cause for concern alone as there are many factors that go into pumping and determining whether it's a good gauge for how much milk you're making in general. However, feeding every 20 minutes for short bursts may be his way of overcompensating for something else that might be going on, like something hindering his ability to transfer milk effectively. My first suggestion would be to spend a couple of days tracking his feeding patterns and diaper output so that you're able to see what is going on. If he's feeding more than 8 to 12 times a day and anything else about his behavior is worrying you, I feel like the best course of action would be to see an experienced uh, international board-certified lactation consultant to help determine what is going on and whether it's just a variation of normal. Mamas like you are very good about knowing when something is off, and I encourage you to listen to yourself on this. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to The Boob Group. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, Newbies for Postpartum Moms During Baby's First Year, Parent Savers for Moms and Dads with Infants and Toddlers, and Twin Talks for Parents with Multiples. Thanks for listening to The Boob Group, your judgment-free breastfeeding resource. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hey, mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com.
See you there.